How's it going, guys? We have a past level question for renal for step one internal medicine 2CK. 46-year-old man, two-day history of non-itchy body rash. Physical exam, which is a macular papular rash. Diffused across the arms and trunk. Fettles are normal. Urinalysis, one plus protein, one plus blood. 50 white blood cells, pyrocard field, no bacteria. Question wants to know the most likely explanation for the patient's findings. Let's just hop through choice A, acyclovir, on fucking answer. So acyclovir, obviously, used for HSV 1 and 2 herpes. Also VZV for shingles. This can cause DNA polymerase inhibitor. Causes chain termination resistance, alter absent viral thiamine kinase, but renally, it's an extraordinarily rare cause of stones, okay, which is not going to be assessed in you assimilate. It's more just factoidy nonsense, but acyclovir uh, can technically cause stones that I believe are actually negative if you do a CT scan. Wrong fucking answer. Choice B, and they can call that crystal nephropathy, okay? Cephalexin or cephalosporin? Correct answer. So diagnosis is interstitial nephritis, aka interstitial nephropathy or tubulo-interstitial nephritis or tubulo-interstitial nephropathy, which four out of five questions is going to give you a patient who took an NSAID, a cephalosporin, or a beta-lactam, or a sulfa drug such as allopurinol. Yosemite is obsessed recently with allopurinol on both steps one and two as a sulfa drug, uh, leading to uh, eosinophils in the urine. And they don't have to say eosinophils. They can just say white blood cells in the urine. If I said eosinophils, it's super easy. Maculopapular rash, you can't rely on as a crutch. It only shows up in about 50% of questions, okay? So if we said patient took cephalexin, now has a maculopapular rash, eosinophils in the urine, hyperpass level. Okay, I still consider this past level, but I didn't say the eosinophils explicitly, and I made you choose cephalexin here. Okay, but this is very important for you assimilate. Now, one out of five questions, they are not going to mention white blood cells in the urine. They can just say, patient took an NSAID, has one plus protein, one plus blood, no other findings, and they just say, which the following most likely is the renal diagnosis. The answer is just interstitial nephropathy, okay? And then you're going to choose, you'll know it's the answer. Even though it sounds weird, it's not typical. You'll know it's the answer because you'll be able to eliminate the other ones. You'll say, well, it's not minimal change disease. It's not acute tubular necrosis. NSAIDs don't cause ATN, okay? And that's different with oliguria and CAS, etc. But that's an interstitial nephritis. It's really important you know that. I'll talk about ATN more in a second. So Dapsone, wrong fucking answer. This can cause membranous glomerulonephropathy, so dapsone, gold salts, sulfonamides will be a hardcore nephrotic syndrome. Okay, you're not going to have blood in the urine with membranous, so spike in dome appearance. But they they would just say the patient has four plus protein in the urine, no blood, and it could just be dapsone or gold salts. Okay, so uh, dapsone can have a role in the treatment of leprosy. Uh, Gold salts, it's an antiquated medication for rheumatoid arthritis, but it's still used in some parts of the world, such as India. But they show up on the NBME exam. Dapsone gold salts is causing membranous. Other causes of membranous autoimmune diseases, such as rheumatoid arthritis, uh, SLE, cancers, okay, breast pancreatic, can be primary, so antibodies against phospholipase A2 receptor. Choice C, wrong fucking answer. Choice D, gentamicin, wrong fucking answer. So aminoglycosides, gentamicin, topramicin, amikacin cause acute tubular necrosis, which is going to be oliguria. Okay, so three out of four questions, they'll say muddy brown, dirty brown, granular cast, brown, pigmented cast. They don't have to say that, though. Okay, so they can just say oliguria straight up following one of these drugs. 
Obviously, other causes such as rhabdomyolysis, myoglobins, nephrotoxin, cause ATN. Okay, acute ischemia to the kidney, exceedingly high yield, lengthy discussion. I talked about this stuff in my other clips. You can go through my PDF. But for example, if they say there's exsanguination during surgery, blood loss during surgery, acute drop of blood pressure during surgery, gunshot wound, let's say. Uh, so arrhythmia, okay, a 30-second episode of ventricular fibrillation and MI causing acute drop in blood perfusion of the kidney. That's ATN, not pre-renal. If the patient goes on to get oliguria, students confused because they're like, but if you have decreased perfusion, that sounds like pre-renal. I agree with you, but in the acute setting, it's ATN because ATN, you've got you got the proximal convoluted tubule, which has high concentration in sodium potassium ATPase pumps, high oxygen demand, you get slothing of the tubules, but pre-renal tends to be more subacute. Okay, NSAIDs, diuretic use, ongoing heart failure, vomiting, diarrhea over many days, okay? Gentamycin, wrong fucking answer. You know the deal. I'm to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe to my channel. Appreciate your time. That's it.